Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. I know why you're tuned in. You saw that Instagram pic. You want to hear more about my experience with Alice, the Smirconish.com newsletter editor. You know, once the world record holder for crossing a high wire in high heels. And yes, I gave it a shot yesterday, TC. I need details. Not in the high heels. Oh. At least not in the Instagram picture. What a shame. I I need details. I would like height. I would Way like, the hell up there. I would like to know whether you were strapped in. I would like to know whether you were holding on. I have, I have many, many questions. Where are the tights? Although the sweatshirt was pretty cool, I have to say. Oh, the the Sirius XM vintage <laughs> right? sweatshirt. Yes, yeah. I like that very much. Right, Dan? Yeah, thank you, Dan. I have that Th- one. Yep. So thank, do thank I. Thank you, Dan, for turning us on to that and for Dave Gorab in finding one in the warehouse. And Liz. Liz. And Liz Catherine. Liz Yes, everybody. Very appreciative. Work together. No, so I am, I am a funambulist now. Yeah, I am an acrobat. <laughs> oh I was christened oh, yesterday. Uh, Are I you running tell you, away with Barnum and Bailey? It was really... Really interesting. And and Alice and her partner, Jamie, both work out in a very unique gym in Maniunk. Was Lester, very cool. was Lester the lizard there? Did not make an appearance as far as I know. I have so many questions. Um, but, but you saw the Instagram pic, and there's much more to come in video. Like okay. The boys over at Creative Outfit are working on the video presentation. Okay. So I really don't want to talk about it until tomorrow when she'll be here and, and I'll give you the full. I, I have to say, TC, it's a very taut wire. It is a thick cable. And I thought there oh, was they more. Have to, they have to, to. I thought there was more buoyancy. In oh, it. no, they have to crank it. It can't be buoyant. What are you talking a little about? Bit, buoyant? Just to sort of, you know. What, swang? No. Look, I don't think you could have handled it. Oh. Uh, so. You know, is you're that right? See, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Maybe a little competition in the future. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, one of us was better at the tour de shore and one of us can be better at the tightrope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, she also does this drape routine that's a little spooky. Oh, with the ribbons that hang from the ceiling? I guess that's probably what you would call it. Yeah, them. it's phenomenal. Yeah. I've seen her on Instagram doing that. But she truly, like the editor of the Daily Newsletter is an acrobat. Yeah. She's an acrobat. Yes, she is. And I'm not going to lie to you. She can do anything. Like when I saw her resume, it was impressive. And then there was that curiosity, like, what's this all about? Right. But it's kind of cool that that she has this whole other part of her life. Oh, my God. You know? Yes. Because she's really excellent at what she does. And Jamie does this unique workout routine. I I should know by now because I held it yesterday. Oh. 
It's like a, a ball that should have spikes on it. Like a nunchuck? What? Like a, what? Like you'll a see that in the video, machete? too. You will see that in, in the video, too. It's amazing. All will be revealed tomorrow, but look for the video later today. I can't wait to see it. Okay. I can't wait I, either. PJ and Randy are on the case. Fabulous. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Now, as to that other event last night, I sent out one tweet. Less, I think, sometimes is more what was on my mind. I made passing reference to this yesterday. There are a lot of impressions. There are a lot of impressions from the following tweet that I offered last night in the midst of the State of the Union. I said this, imagine a State of the Union that is not a shotgun blast on everything, but a sniper approach that addresses in detail just one national objective, e.g., example, climate or Putin or the impact of social media on our youth. It would be much more impactful and memorable. That is today's poll question. I want to see if people agree with me. Instead of the shotgun blast that we heard from the president last night, you know, covering like 50 different subjects inside an hour and 15 minutes. What if he drilled down on one? And then it would be the State of the Union address that President Biden delivered on social media. Do you remember the time that President Biden delivered that State of the Union on climate and like really rang the bell and said, it's now. It's like, it's now or never. Or do you remember the State of the Union address where he delivered those remarks and talked all about the threat that we face from Putin or from China or from both. China didn't get much attention at all last night. 
even though everything else did in the shotgun blast. That's what I'm proposing. And when I took a peek, I saw that, uh, you know, people were not agreeing. And that's just fine. I will say this, although although I would love and we had a good conversation with David Litt yesterday. David Litt, who was a, an Obama speechwriter. And when I said to him, as I just said to you, what about drilling down on one aspect, one issue? He said to me that in his years in the in the Obama White House, that they often tried to think out of the box. And then I think, as he put it, but we always ended up back in the box. Like, there's a reason why this is this is why they do it. Okay, I kind of get that. I will say this. It was more as the night progressed last night. It was more interesting than most. It was more interesting than most, I think, for me, because I have always been a fan of the British prime minister's questions, meaning in the UK, every I think it's Wednesday midday in the House of Commons, when the prime minister presents him or herself and answers questions from the parliament. They've been doing it forever. They've been filming it since 1989. They've been broadcasting it live on their version of C-SPAN since 1990. So it's an amazing setting where the prime minister is standing opposite, usually the leader of the opposition. They're at the dispatch box. That's the proper name for it. And I once had this incredible experience where uh, Sir Nicholas Soames, who was then uh, an MP, is no longer. This is probably how many years ago was this? Maybe five, seven. He was Winston Churchill's grandson and remembers Winston Churchill bouncing him on Churchill's knee. He was my escort. I was with a small group. It's my book club, my guy book club. Unfortunately, no pictures were allowed. But I I had the opportunity to, to stand at the dispatch box where Winston Churchill once stood and where prime minister's questions take place on a weekly basis. And they have this really robust exchange. And I said to him, he didn't write off the mortgage of the one the taxpayers were helping to pay for at Oxford. I didn't receive a proper answer then. Maybe Dodgy Dave will answer it now. And by the way... way, Order! 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 Order, I, order, order. Chuck him out. I must ask the honourable gentleman, order. So, uh, isn't that funny? I, I, by the way, I, I don't need to know what they're talking about. It matters not. No, I would, I would just get sucked into that and watch it every week if, if I were over there. Uh, President George H.W. Bush, Papa Bush, in a C-SPAN interview in 1991 after they started televising prime minister's question said quote i count my blessings for the fact that i don't have to go into that pit that john major stands in nose to nose with the opposition all yelling at one another when it's based on wit witticism when it's based on intellect i like it although i don't know that our members could stay with like it's still it's cutting but it's still and i don't mean to be sexist with this but it's still gentlemanly I don't think our members could could handle those guardrails. I really don't. And I got to say this. I don't think our recent presidents could deal with the give and take. Obama, 
among, you know, the modern president, 1980 forward. I mean, Reagan could if he were scripted, but 1980 forward, who would I put at the top of the list of being able to deal with that sort of thing? Clinton? You think Clinton? Yeah, I saw you mouth that. I could see that. I could say I smart. You need but, to be smart. But among all of them, don't yeah. you? Well, you got to be smart, but you also got to be Fast. rapid. Yeah. You got to be fa- yeah. Obama, right? Right. And not and not let anything bother you. So also it, true. You know, thick skin. Yeah. Also true. Um, last night reminded me of that just a bit, especially when they they jousted on entitlements. Of course, some went too far. Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, th- I thought they were cleaning up her act. Right. They put her on that committee and and tried to present her in a light that was more stable. No, she was shouting liar at the. I don't like that. That's not what I'm talking about when I say I like the Brit uh, prime minister's questions. You remember, of course, it was Joe Wilson who shouted at Obama. You lie. That feels like it was that feels like it was somewhere around 2011, 2012, 2013. Uh, An exchange between Mitt Romney and George Santos where they each called one another. Well, the the apparent order is that Romney calls Santos an ass, and then Santos, yeah, this happened. This happened. It's in the Daily Mail. It must be true. And then Santos' response is to say, well, you're, and he takes it to the next level. You're the, you're an A-H. It's funny. I, I, don't, I have no problem dropping the F-bomb here on POTUS yeah. when it's appropriate. Right. I don't feel like saying that word. You don't have to. No, I don't like it. It's your show. I don't like it. You say the F-bomb whenever you want to. Here's what everybody is missing about Santos and Romney. Here's what everybody is missing about Santos and Romney. And I don't have the word for it. And I struggled uh, pre-show with TC trying to come up with what is the word. George Santos got there early and brazenly positioned himself on an aisle seat, just like uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, who always makes that her thing. The representative from Texas, you know, goes and wants to be in the camera. Like she's got it all worked out. There's no way a president with whom she wants to interact is going to miss her coming down the aisle. Santos played that routine last night. And I'm floored by this because given the ethics investigation, given the fact that now some busloads of his constituents are showing up in Washington and they want him out. Kevin McCarthy seems to be more confident that, you know, he can give up the Santos seat and still have a margin of four. I would think that Santos would be hiding and clutching his pearls in the back of the chambers. And instead, no, no, he wanted to be on the aisle. What is the word? What is the word for that? You tweeted brazen. I thought that was perfect. well. He brazenly did that, but it shows that what he has no sense of humiliation. Yeah, you said that too. Humility. What's well, that's the word? Ridi- that's a ridiculous word. That no. is. But what is what is the word? No shame. Shame. No yeah. shame. Humi- no humility. Yeah. I don't know. There's a word. We're we're all missing it, and I, I it'll come, it'll to, come me. to you. But think about that. Yeah. Like, psychiatrists could have a field day for that. Here is a guy. Have a field day with a lot of things he's done. Here is a guy. Like, you could not be more in the crosshairs. I, I foolishly was going to have a poll question. Of course, I still might. I was going to have a poll question recently asking, uh, at any point, can the pendulum swing? I don't know how I would word it, but this is the gist of it. To, the, to one of sympathy for Santos. Like, how many times can Manu Raju... By the way, for whom I have the utmost respect, 
How many times can Manu put that microphone in front of Santos and ask him a pressing question and follow him through the tunnels underneath the Capitol before we say, like, oh, my God, give the guy a break already? But no, I don't think that's the case. And he wanted to be on the aisle. Anyway, so with regard to entitlements, in case you missed it, but you listen to POTUS, I'm sure you don't. This is what went down. Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Order! Order! Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. That's a good line. You know, it means That's a good line. If Congress doesn't yeah. keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, hey, look, the, the headlines today are all about that exchange and others like it. Washington Post, Biden mixes bipartisanship with defiance. Speech is marked by back and forth between president and Republican lawmakers. New York Times, after shouts of liar and worse, President Biden took on his detractors in real time. Wall Street Journal, Biden jousts with Republicans. CNN, he sparred with heckling Republicans. Making my point, by the way, that covering, you know, everything is really covering nothing. There's no substance in terms of uh, that's coming out, except a little bit on entitlements. I think it was good for Biden. And I want to tell you why briefly. He's not at his best in delivering a rote speech. I don't think I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. I don't think it's his stutter, although maybe the fact that he had a stutter when he was, uh, you know, young, uh, cast the die for his speaking style. But his problem is he speaks too quickly. I know because often I speak too quickly. You might remember in 2020, I would analyze the debates and sometimes before the debate, I would say, like, here's what I think. Here's what I think he needs to do or she needs to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I would say to me, Biden's problem is obvious It's so obvious when I watch him on a debate stage, he has too many people in the room. They are all telling him what to say. And when he gets out there, he is you can almost see the wheels turning in his head. He's trying to remember all the things that he's got to get off his chest in the span of a two minute reply. Instead, what he should do, I have said, is rely on what Roger Ailes told Ronald Reagan, which is think thematically. Slow down, Joe. Make one point and make it well. You don't need to squeeze all five things into your reply. And don't be afraid of a pause. Use it to effect. Change the intonation of your voice. So last night, I'm watching this, and I had the same thought at the outset. Oh, my God, he's speaking too quickly. I know you said, oh, well, what about the substance? It's all about the style. Nobody's going to remember anything substantive unless you take my idea and you speak about one thing. But when it got a bit confrontational last night, I was impressed. I thought he rolled with it. 
I thought for him, it's particularly helpful. And to my point, it's the only thing anybody's going to remember. It's the only thing that anybody is going to remember. Katie Rogers in the Times today. President Biden was midway through a speech of about 7,218 words on Tuesday when a Republican lawmaker tried to shut him up with a single one. Liar. Later in the speech, he called for an end to the fentanyl crisis. It's your fault, yelled somebody else. His second State of the Union address was punctuated by outbursts, jeers, and peals of mocking laughter. But Biden turned the tables on his Republican opponents and argued in real time with the insurgents. And and this is what all the coverage is today. Listen, here are the numbers you need to know. The numbers you need to know are 42, 58, 4, and 80. 42%, that's his approval rating. He's got a 42% approval rating. He's never been above water. Neither ever was Trump, by the way. 58, well, that's a reflection of the percentage of Democrats who don't want him to be the nominee. 58%, according to a poll that I posted within the last two days. Uh, I could give you more numbers. 41, that's the percentage of Americans who say they're worse off. Only 16% say they're better off under Joe Biden. The other number, four, that's by that's the number by which he trails Donald Trump. In that latest ABC survey, what's my point? My point is that numerically speaking, things are not going well for him, even though he does have a record of accomplishment. Remember the conversation that we had yesterday about Michelle Goldberg's piece? He's been a great president. He should not run again. And that was on the heels of Kamala Harris being the focus of a three-person byline the day before, also in the New York Times, saying she's not risen to the challenge, and even the people who helped put her in that position believe that's the case. And why are his numbers underwater? In part, because of that final number, 80, his age, concerns about his frailty, concerns about his ability to respond and turn on a dime. And guess what? That's what he did last night. That is exactly what he did last night. I thought that last night when he got a little feisty, He showed that he's not feeble. He's got a little bounce in his step that he's got some spark to fight Republicans and Donald Trump. And that's why my conclusion is that last night's address, although not the kind that I would like to see him offer, was a success for Joe Biden. CNN's coverage today reveals that when he got back to the White House, he was given a a hero's welcome. Quote, White House officials relished in the off-script, back-and-forth moment, saying that Biden has long fed off the energy of engaging with his audience. Staff watching in various offices in the West Wing cheered and high-fived at the moment, especially the way the president leaned into Republicans' response. When the president returned to the White House, staff gathered in the diplomatic room to receive him. They applauded as he walked in, and Biden spoke about how strongly he feels about reasons to be optimistic for our country. He then recognized departing chief of staff Ron Klain, whose last day is Wednesday. Klain spoke briefly, saying not only that the speech was strong on the whole, but the president made everyone incredibly proud in the back and forth with Republicans over Medicare and Social Security. Klain called the back and forth an all-time great State of the Union moment that people would look back on for years. That got a big ovation as well. I don't know if I'd go that far, but Biden gets the win. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I think. This 
the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius X. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Steve, you're in Coral Springs. What did you want to say about last night? Oh, I just wanted to say I'm a huge fan of Prime Minister's Questions. I watch it every uh, week. It's on C-SPAN. I was a replay. And just watching last night was it was glorious to see that we had a little bit of the other side of the lake to uh, yeah. to get a feel for Parliament. I love yeah. watching it. It's, it's, it's really fun because it requires the politicians to kind of think on their feet and be able to yes. have answers. Yes. Yeah. And and you know what? Yeah. Maybe I mean maybe they maybe they handled uh now President Biden wrong back in twenty twenty, this whole strategy of keeping him under wraps. Maybe they're gonna I, I'm gonna repeat the line said about Reagan. Maybe they'll let Joe be Joe after last night. I don't know. I, I wish we had more back and forth. That would make the union more enjoyable too, instead of just talking points which are produced earlier in the day anyway. And one side rises and the other side. I totally get it. Thank you for that. Ira, what's the word that describes Santos? Uh, chutzpah. He's got chutzpah. <clears throat> I don't know if I like that because I love that word and I, I use it. I use it admiring. When people say it about me, I, I wear it as a badge of honor. Yes. But about I, him. I agree. I agree. It, it is that way. I think he's really just a sociopath and he has no concept of right and wrong. Um, and that's the sad truth. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's out. I, I, I'm not conversant in the, the DSM, but there's something in there that describes a guy who is so under fire. And I mean, frankly, you know, Trump is that way. 
Trump is like a, a moth on a flame. When 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 there's publicity to be had, even bad publicity, he's he's going to be there because he he doesn't distinguish between the two. Jefferson High in Louisville. What did you want to say? Um, in the DSM, it's narcissistic personality disorder and it's sociopathy, 100 percent. And the problem with the American version of prime minister's questions is that we can't count on one side to play fair because prime minister's questions aren't about screaming liar and walking away from the positions of your own side. Which True. Is what they did last night. Talking yeah, yeah. About I mean, it, cutting it requires Social security. No. Yeah. To, to do it properly requires intellect. It's not just it's not just, you know, what we did on uh, uh, the playground. It's not ranking. It's not like your mother wears combat boots or some such thing. It's 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 having it's having something smart to. Well, I don't know. I, it's the best example I could come up with. I'm, I'm, I'm working here without a net. All right, TC. Uh, are you James? You are in South Carolina. Greetings. What are you thinking today? I was going to compare Santos to all those that were screaming uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and everybody else who was screaming, like, have you no decency? Right. Have you no decency, sir? Yes. So decency would be the word that I would say that you were missing. Give uh, give Biden a grade for last night. What would it be? Uh, easily a C. A C. A gentleman's C. You're not you're not giving him a B or a B plus. No, I, I'm like you, too, where I just want you to focus on maybe one or two things within an hour and not 700 things. Right. Well, I think we're losing today's poll question, but perhaps you will go, James, and vote and help me turn it around. Griffin, Columbia, Missouri. Greetings. What did you want to say? Hey, I just want to say one good word to describe George Santos. Ballsy. Gives him too much credit. I love I love when people say that about me. I I my brother, my brother and I were once business partners many years ago. We had a very contentious deal, real estate deal with someone. And when it was all over, the guy said to me, he said to me, TC, your brother got the looks. You got the balls. And I was like, I was like, "Ah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have said it if Griffin did. Thank you, Griffin, Thank you, Griffin. for getting me in trouble <laughs> saying that story. But it's true. Yeah. Your brother got the looks. You. Mm-hmm. Okay. You like that? <laughs> when do we go back on air? Oh my, yeah, my brother's probably Keep moving. By the way, the funny thing, funny your thing about it is like, my, yes. brother's, my brother's probably listening like right now. And, he's and, and he likes his part of the deal. Correct. Like I liked my part of the deal. He liked his part right. of the deal. Everybody right. everybody was by happy. By the way, that makes you good partners. You know everybody what I'm everybody was happy. Uh Gary, greetings in Wilmington, Delaware. What did you want to say? I want to be clear about what caused that kerfuffle last night. You know, oh. Biden said, let's you know, work together in bipartisan ways and with unity. And what America needs to know is Republicans want to end Social Security and Medicare. He knew for certain that was not the position of the Republican Party. But that is what made it into his State of the Union address. Remind me of Kevin McCarthy's reaction at that moment. I think he just sat there shaking his head, right? He just rolled his eyes. Like, I, would, I just was, met yeah. you in the White House. You know that. Right, 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 right. This is what had, you're saying. With, in the state right, of we the just Union. had this conversation. I'm sorry. Well, I, I talked, o- I talked over you. I talked over you. was warranted. Mm-hmm. Got it. The re- I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Craig, greetings. Erie, Pennsylvania. Hi. Yeah, George Santos. 
overplayed, and now he's scrambling to get out of a hell of a fix he's in. He he he, he was like Trump. Trump kept getting away with everything. Trump kept going higher and higher. Trump says, I'm running for president. Son of a bitch, I won. And now that's Santos. He's, he just wishes somebody would write him a game, uh, a game plan to get the hell out. If he, if he kept his head down and was a reliable Republican vote in an R-leaning district, could he get reelected? Now, I, I used to think I used to think that there was a chance that he could. And why do I say that is because Republicans and Democrats in the midterms overlooked the shortcomings of their own candidates. Fetterman in Pennsylvania, Herschel Walker in Georgia. Like it doesn't matter. Like, I, I don't I don't care, you know, what the facts might be. He's on my team. She's on my team. I'm, you know, Carrie Lake in Arizona. I'm voting for her because I'm an R and the, the, the opposite is, is even worse. You know, the other person, the other woman, the other man is even worse. And I was wondering, has that all gotten so bad that even Santos, if all the Republicans, you know, the 142,000 came out and voted for him again? Yeah, I mean, he, he really is a fraud, but he's our fraud and he's better, he's better than Pelosi. I used to wonder that. It was going to be a poll. Now I don't. I don't know how. It's still a lot of time on the clock, but I don't know how he how he could hang in. Susan, Plainview, New York. Greetings. What did you most want to offer? Um, I was one of the constituents on the bus yesterday that went to, to D.C. Oh. Um, to I was I was there. I had my sign. We were chanting. We had a press conference and then we went to deliver petitions. Now, um, we emailed. Santos, Speaker McCarthy, um, Stefanik, and Guest before we went. The only person who we heard back was from was from Guest, and he said he couldn't meet with us because of, of the ethics committee um, issues. Um, but no one else even bothered to get back to us. So we went all that way, you know, and Santos always says, oh, I'm here for my constituents. I'm always, right. My, my right. door is, is always open. His door was not opened. He didn't even come to the door. Um, Stefanik dipped out of a back door. We saw her. There's a a second door. So we were all by her, by the main door for her office. She slipped out the back, Jack. Um, But I was I look, I said it earlier in the hour. I was and I have to keep moving because a lot of people want to get on. But I I was floored Mm -hmm. by the brazen way in which he went and stood on the aisle. He wanted to be seen. He's under all this fire. And like he wanted to greet Mitt Romney and get as close but to the president as he could. His temerity. He is he has this temerity. Temerity is a good word. Good word. Yeah. He um, he he just is uh, the most audacious person you could ever think of. I mean, he just and he doesn't he doesn't stop. I mean, to yeah. have um, to to I'd be so embarrassed. To, I would be in the last row of the chamber. I would be. I would be so. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't feel that. He just no. He does ahead. He does he, not. You know, he said that he he said that he, he that he was a descendant of Holocaust survivors, and I then know. he had once again the temerity on that floor to to speak out on Holocaust Remembrance Day. Such an insult. Then yeah. he says that he has his mother died in in September 11th. I know Another she lie. was in Brazil. She and, was in. I get and, it. I paid attention. Hey, you have here. to let 
you have to let me go. Call me again on a different day when we can talk more about this, okay? I really appreciate Will it. Do. Thanks, Susan. The Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.